welcome to the Venice and Friends podcast. It's Venice, and you, my friend, are tuning into episode number 57. Now, I do have to say, today I have a guest. He actually does not speak English. He speaks cat. So his name is Boots. I am, he's a, a black cat, and he He's very curious about what I'm doing right now. So he may purr in the background, and I don't want to kick him out of the room. <laughs> He's a sweet cat. But I'm actually babysitting my grandkids today, and I'm recording this podcast episode early in the morning when they're asleep, but Boots is already awake. So um, just beware if you hear a meow. That's my co-host, Boots. <laughs> okay? Also... Another housekeeping item. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I am uh, putting in the show notes for the podcast um, two things. One is my email address, which is info at If you have any questions or feedback or topic discussions that you'd like for me to discuss on the podcast, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And the second is um, my friend Gail and I, We have a free life coaching group called the Hashtag New You Group. It's an amazing resource for women that really want more like personal growth and development. And we actually do coaching in that group. It's super, super awesome. So I'm inviting you to join us for uh, that group. We actually meet on Mondays, every Monday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom. Uh, there's no cost, and it's an ama- we have amazing conversations. We also have the life coaching group on Facebook, hashtag new you. I will put the uh, Facebook link in the show notes, okay? But join us. You're officially invited. I would love to see you. And if you're up for personal growth, this is a really, this is the place to be my friend, okay? <laughs> so I wanted to just make sure and get those two pieces out of housekeeping before we got started. So today we're going to talk about choosing your future. And there's a lot we could say about this conversation and how I want to share from choosing your future is to choose your, I don't know if you can hear Bootsy's kind of purring a little bit, um, is to, you know, uh, let me kind of handle it, say it from a different way. There are things like behaviors or habits that as women we have, and, um, Now what I'm going to speak from is like just years of working with women, okay? These are things that I've encountered that are really common, like, wow, it's not just me that struggles with that, but you struggle with that too? That's what I'm talking about. Two things specifically that I hear from women that they struggle with, one is regret and guilt, and the second is perfectionism. Okay, so as I'm sharing, I want you to look for yourself. Um, Have you struggled? Are you struggling now with regret and guilt over something that maybe happened in the past or something that just happened recently? Or do you struggle with perfectionism? Okay, and this, if that is you, this conversation's for you. 
What I would say is that whatever it is that's happened where we feel guilty and we have regret, when we choose to stay in that space, it, like my question for you would be, what does it accomplish? How does staying in that space help you? That's my question. How does it help you? And my second question is, how does it hurt you? My assertion is that staying in the space of guilt and regret, it doesn't help you at all. Now, there is something to learn, okay? Like, hey, I went through this situation. I mean, one example for me is like when I was raising my kids. Man, I was like not the best um, mom. I was a good mom from the standpoint of my kids always, their physical needs were met. Okay, but like, honestly, emotionally, I was personally, I was not in a good place as a woman. And it was rough for me um, being like having a relationship with my kids. I was not a real nurturing mother. Um, I was nurturing in the sense of I I always made sure that they had food, clothes and roof, roof over their head heads and I always made sure that I exposed them to different things. I was really good at all that. I guess in some cases you could say that was a good mother. There was another side of my parenting that was really challenging for me and it was like, I don't know, I just felt like I couldn't emotionally connect with my kids. And I used to think, well, maybe it's because they're boys. I had three boys. I don't know. All I know is it was really hard. Now, when I began my transformation journey, my personal growth journey, when I was 30, I actually got to the source of why it was hard for me. And I was able to really overcome the challenge, okay? I don't want to get into the specifics of that moment right now. But here's what I want to say, and this is my point, is... There's, there's always something we can learn from what happens. We can learn something new. We can discover something about what's happened in the past. And there is no help and value in staying in regret and guilt. And my invitation for you if you struggle with regret and guilt is to learn like what was the lesson in that and like really have it be where you learn something you discover like something that will make a difference for you and I invite you to choose to move on outside of your guilt and regret the so the second thing I, w- I want to address is the area of perfectionism. Perfectionism is like, it's such, a, it's such a crazy lie because there is no such thing as perfectionism, right? And yet, you know, how many, I've met so many women, they struggle. They're like, you know, 
for whatever reason, depending on how they were raised, there's this drive. They have to be perfect. And there's, it's just not possible. It'll never happen, ever. There's no perfection. So this topic today is about choosing your future. And my invitation for you, if you struggle with perfectionism, is to begin to really notice how it specifically plays out in your life. Because I promise you, there's a whole way that it plays out in your life. And there's practices that you have. I mean, I'm like a recovered perfectionist. There are things that I say, you know, habits. I hold myself to a high standard, all that stuff, right? And I invite you to really begin to like distinguish how it plays out in your life and then begin to practice like giving it up in the moment because just because we know like oh yeah I struggle with regret I struggle with perfectionism we can know that but like a lot of times it doesn't make a difference (laughs) you know what I mean No, what makes the difference, you might hear Boots, he's licking himself. I think he's actually choosing to like take a bath and clean himself right now. (laughs) I'm like, Boots, what are you doing here? He's like right near me, near the desk that I'm at. He's so funny. Um, Now I lost my train of thought. Oh God, help me. Um, Where was I? Okay, help me remember. Okay, got it. So um, we can know that we struggle with something but knowing isn't what makes the difference, okay? There's lots of stuff that I know to do <laughs> or I know about. Um, what makes the difference is practice. It's practicing noticing what it is that I have struggled with. Notice when it's present. And then in the moment, it's practicing giving that up and choosing another way. In my life coaching, um, I teach the pivot. I've been teaching the pivot for several years. And the pivot is to, like, let's say when you're in a perfectionistic moment, okay, and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it. (laughs) There it is, my perfection. I have to get it right. I can't just finish this email and let it be. It has to be perfect. I've been sitting trying to get this email done for like an hour because I got to say it perfectly. Look, that's a true example for me. Okay. Maybe not an hour, but for sure 45 minutes. Um, It's stopping and noticing. Oh, there it is. There is the perfectionism right there. Here it is. Then it's like practice letting it be. It's just like being the observer and observing, wow, look, I'm doing it again. A lot of times what I've noticed and observed is that what we do is we make it wrong. I shouldn't be doing that. I should stop it. Oh my God, there I go again, right? No, the pivot is like you notice and be the observer for a moment and just let it be. And then the third part of the pivot is to Give it up. Give up that perfectionistic way and ask yourself, okay, what now? What am I doing now? What am I committed to? What's the next step? And take action. So I invite you to really practice the pivot, okay? In 
the area of regret, guilt, and or perfectionism. Now, how does this have to do with choosing your future? Well, it has everything to do with choosing your future. Because if we continue to stay in regret, in guilt, in perfectionism, we're not going to powerfully live our future. And every time that you choose to notice where you are, oh, there I am in the regret, there I am in the guilt, there I am in the perfectionism, and you pivot, you are literally choosing your future in reality, in real time through action. So I really invite you to take that action in your life, okay? And see the difference it makes. Um, I have been coaching women in this practice for years and it's so powerful. We actually get to do a lot of practice in the new you group. So another little plug there. (laughs) Join us in the hashtag new you life coaching group on Facebook. So that's what I would say. Choosing your future is a moment by moment phenomena. In every moment, we're either choosing our past or we're choosing our future. And the cool part about it is we get to choose. And how we get to choose is by being present. Like, am I, am I present in the moment right now? Am I creating something or am I reliving some version of my past? It is a moment-by-moment phenomenon, my friend. And it's, for me, it's a really powerful place to live and a powerful way to live life. So with that, it was great to talk to you today. I've enjoyed our conversation. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye.